How about now? Let's see. How you like me now? Oh, there we go. Oh, I see it. Six seconds. We're live! Yeah! All right. Hey. Oh, I need that. 83JIVOFD6DM. Yeah! <laughs> live from Detroit. <laughs> oh, man. It's Saturday night. They allow Teslas in Michigan? <laughs> Who would have thought? Actually, the gas station I just stopped at had like seven charging stations. The best charging stations by me are by the best barbecue. Rudy's, and it doesn't have anything to do with a football guy. It's great. How are the chatters doing? I do not see a chatter currently, but I'm positive somebody somewhere got a an alert on their phone, and they're like, oh, man, I got to wipe and get out of here. Right. Mr. Peabody is the first caller to say, hey, doing great. Excellent. Mike Page is also here with an hello. I said, and hello. Good job, Mark. Yes, you did. I was I just going to compliment you I on couldn't. that. Actually. Hello. 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 Welcome back. Did you just say hello? No. I said hello. But that's and speaking enough. of 1920s slang, I just recently, <laughs> for some reason, my dad, when I was a kid, he would, like, instead of saying shut up, he would say dry up. Did anybody else's dad ever say dry up? Hell no. No, uh, no, not even close. I don't even know what that means. I did not. I mean, at the time, I knew exactly what it meant because I did it. But uh, I, I was like, what the heck was he saying? Because he stopped saying it like when I turned like eight or nine or whatever. And it turns out like, his, you know, he's the youngest of 13 and his dad was in World War One. And it's like a 1920s term. So it must have been good old grandpa. Huh. Hey, so next you... time you need to tell somebody to shut up, tell them to dry up. <laughs> did, did anyone else's dark theme turn off automatically this week dark theme yeah yeah it did when i started dyeing my hair black but i did that in like, uh 2011 i saw that's a good picture of you what, what dark thing theme that's pretty dark good. thing dark there's theme? a picture of me on my facebook page with really brown hair brown uh have you ever had bangs adam i don't know is this a bang no no I used to have hair. <laughs> I'm losing yeah, mine me, too. So me too. Uh, although I, I just I signed up for keeps. So let's see what that does. Oh, <laughs> you know what? They, they mail you a bunch of stuff. They, they ask you <laughs> a lot of doctor questions. They mail you somebody else's hair. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, it's all drugs, man. Drugs. Do you have to inject it into your head? Now you just pour it on with a syringe. It's awesome. It's like oh, Bosley uh, hair club no. for men. Uh, it's just minoxidil and um, sure. like yeah. the, the cheap-ass Propecio. I don't know what the hell it's called. It's like fast something or whatever. Right. So I'm on drugs yeah. now. <laughs> DHT blockers. Sure. Straight to your brain. I, I seem fine. I can't tell anything. Um, I still want to, uh, you know, watch <laughs> Euphoria. So <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that. Long story. <laughs> Uh, I did find Michelle Carter, the girl who talked to her boyfriend into committing suicide through the, the texting. Did you remember that? There's like an HBO special about it. <laughs> and so the whole time, I just uh, it was terrible. Anyway, um, yeah, new topic. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Adam's like indication of he's done with the conversation? A- Adam's like, shut up. <laughs> Don't talk about the clan either. And I'm like, that's <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, I have my sepia of filter on and mr peabody's like uh what's with the filter adam 
I'm trying to, I'm trying to hide my age, Mr. Peabody. He's from the, uh, he's from Kansas. This is exactly the color that they put on the Wizard of Oz. (laughs) You know, what's funny, little known thing, uh, when they converted the Wizard of Oz to color television, they actually removed the sepia and made it straight black and white. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, but in the original prints, it was sepia, and then they eventually returned it because, I guess, they were like, why did we do this? I don't remember. Was that your idea? I don't know. And nobody remembered it then. I think maybe they did it because uh, that was the big allure of the film, right? You went to the movie. I think they wanted to trick the audience into thinking it was an actual black and white film. Well, the first part is filmed in black and white, but the part where she opens the door and walks out into Oz, they had a stand-in girl dressed in like you know sepia clothes the wall was painted sepia interesting so if you so watch the movie and so you see what you think is dorothy opening the door and then it's beautifully colored inside sure but it's really like a trick so good times i like tricks i like tricks nine people uh mr peabody mike page anybody else in the chat wants to sign up uh joe why don't you say hello i know you're in there somewhere uh, Andy Baldwin. Yeah. Oh, you know, I have I have visual aids today and I forgot. Do you? Nice. <laughs> I forgot. You should see them. a doctor for that. I don't. <laughs> 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 chirp, chirp, chirp. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's too soon. Yeah, hey, I'm not expecting you guys. You're a tough crowd, so. Wow. Wow. That just went there. He's <laughs> got a telephone. Talk about visual aids. He's got an actual payphone sitting there on his my desk. Ni- my 1955 Phone Co. ripoff. And was that in Back to the Future? This is the same model phone that was in the Back to the Future. Marty calls Doc on. So I still need to get like a phone, uh, you know, like the, the the phone book and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, I remember when you got it uh, a little while ago and I thought, why did he get that? It's not even close to the arcade area that we hang out in. And and then it dawned on me that it's like from the 50s. Right. This is going to go in my Lou's Cafe uh, uh, replica. Okay. cool, cool. Uh, I I do have an 80s uh, payphone right over there. Sweet. Yes. I totally dig it. I I totally dig it. I dig it, man. I dig it, man. All That's right. totally rad. If you need an extra '80s payphone, I think Susan's ready to throw the one I have out. Well, <laughs> I mine works and it's actually hooked up to the phone. So, I'm I'm trying. I'm looking for a Bill and Ted era uh, payphone booth. Oh yeah. So it has to have the vertical glass, yeah. not and the horizontal glass. So sure. There's there's one in Oregon. Maybe I can make Brian go drive there. And has hey, you know, well. I can I can get out there and back in two days. Yeah, <laughs> Brian, why don't you? T- I guess we'll wait till we ask you what you what you're doing, and then you'll talk about why you're in a car. Dave Lope, I need to talk to you. We need to get some jerseys made soon. We've got a couple months before Greenfest. Love to love to do that. Ah, uh, Greenfest. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the website was totally revamped this week. Arcade Radio, good job. It yep. just took one broken wor- WordPress instance. Yeah, right. I updated. Fixed? That was bullshit. <laughs> I'm like I'm I, I updated WordPress. I had to actually call or chat with Bluehost because the uh, the version of PHP that was running was so old I couldn't do the update. Uh, 
I have the same problem with yeah. my server, yeah. and uh, I can't. I actually have to upgrade the OS before I can upgrade PHP, and I'm like, wow, oh my god, I guess I'm not going to have a dedicated server for a while. Well, I just think like WordPress is so vulnerable to attacks. I was like, I'm gonna, up, I want to update, and uh, so I did, and it broke everything. Wow. I mean, we have a lot of visitors that go to our word, our arcaderadio.com website. I know. I know. Tens of hundreds. Tens of hundred yeah, peoples. Tens of peoples. And some guys from Japan that want us to buy these things that you strap oh, on. I wasn't sure what. I have hit so many spams. <laughs> Continue like, with that story, sp- please. Spam. It's a spam. It's a spam. It's a strap on. Okay. <laughs> so when I. I, so when I was uh, tell what color doing my pink? masters, <laughs> yes, Olderama. This is a good one. We worked on a uh, a knee brace, and there were these two women on the team who were not from the U.S. And the they we couldn't call it a brace because it wasn't really a brace, and it was a Velcro thing that went around your knee. And they kept wanting to call it a strap on. Hmm. <laughs> And so we went the whole year telling them no, and finally, like right before the final presentation, they decided to make one big concerted push to get us to call it the strap-on. And uh, we explained to them what a strap-on was at that point, finally. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, now oh man. By the way, now we've doubled the number of listeners because of that story. I'm telling you. All right. Indeed. Here we go. <laughs> we know All right. the audience. I didn't get the kitty yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play that like all through the freaking opening of the show. Man. <laughs> Do you have any other that's a really HD looking kitty cat. Whose cat is that? <laughs> it's part of this camera program that I purchased. Oh god. It's called Board Cat. And that's like you could just switch to it. Okay. <laughs> I don't think right. I can do that. Okay. Alright, so uh why don't we, uh, Kevin? He he looks a little bored. By the way, uh, it's Kevin's oh. birthday today. Yes. Oh, happy birthday! What? Yeah, man. Thank you. Happy Look at him birthday. doing this show. I, cheers, brother. I think this is cheers. 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 Uh, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Uh, I think we shall sing happy birthday and see how it comes out. Oh man. Okay, Brian. Uh, I mean, Adam, you start. Brian, you don't have to. Okay, on the count of th- uh, two, one, we'll we'll go. Ready? One. Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy happy birthday, dear Kevin Tiberius Spandy. Happy birthday. To you. To right. you. Literally yeah. the best happy birthday I've ever received in my life. All right. Well, I, th- I have no idea. You know what this calls for? <laughs> Sweet. Live from KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Arcade Radio. Hello, Commander. Computer reporting. Intruder alert. Intruder alert. Ha ha ha. 
Simulating Opponent. Hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 22 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, August 8th, 2019, and the time is now approximately 7.29 p.m. Central. Thanks for joining us in the Arcadosphere. This is your host, Adam Steve Austin, a man barely alive. But we can rebuild him. I'm joined by my co-host, Mark Movie Hut Shields, and Paradise Arcade Shop proprietor and the world's biggest Pee Wee Herman fan, Mr. Brian Thurston Howell III. And tonight, we have with us, straight from 2DCon, Minnesota's largest all-inclusive gaming convention, the Director of Sponsorships and Events, Mr. Kevin Tiberius Spendy. Welcome to the show. Go hands. No hands, no hands. Well done. <laughs> well done. That's good. <laughs> All right, so the first segment of the show is uh, uh, what you've been working on. So what have you been up to, Mark? Well, let me pull up my notes. All There's right. been a lot of things that start with M going on. <laughs> I, I drove 500 miles. Uh, well, no, wait. I guess it's about 600 miles. 10 hours to pick up a movie hut uh, ch- kids theater. It's like a Kitty Rama. Um, I'm, I'm going to pick uh, Billy Seven. Is it Billy Seven? No. Jason Seven? Yeah. It is no, Billy, Billy Seven. seven. It's, it's funny when I say it out loud. Billy Seven's brain on this thing, but I've got that outside, and uh, it's pretty cool. doesn't have a projector, but I've been experimenting. And uh, let's see. I also picked up a Moon Shuttle cocktail, which is this ni- Nichibitsu. Nichibitsu? Nichibitsu? Is that how you say it? Yeah. A Nichibitsu game where you're like Nichibitsu. going through an asteroid field. Yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, they, they did Crazy Climber. Yeah, unfortunately, I looked inside and there was no Crazy Climber. So I just got to play this moon shuttle thing. <laughs> um, so that's kind of fun. I got that. And then uh, I bought four Moppets. Moppets? Yes. Moppets. Where'd Correct. you find those? Coin Op Warehouse has been sitting on them for a year and was asking a lot of money. Uh, for them, so I st- I decided I would try my lowball technique, where I tell them I only have this much money and I don't have any more, and that's it. And they accepted <laughs> my offers. So that was awesome. And uh, I think I've got Noah's Ark, tugboat, treasure, whatever it is, and one other one. But uh, yeah, so the I've got to like set up my fastenal for all that stuff. That's pretty cool, and um, let's see what else. Oh, and, and um, in two weeks I will be at Disney World. Uh, we have a Galaxy's Edge preview set up for the that Monday, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do the show next week or two weeks from now uh, from Disney World, and so that'll be fun. We'll try to try to be somewhere cool. Sweet. Yeah. I heard that the Galaxy's Edge is not doing so well. Uh, that's just a rumor. It's great. <laughs> no, I mean the sales are much lower than I expected. Well, see, the problem they did they had is they blocked off all of the season pass holders for the state, which they normally don't do during the summer, and it, it sort of you know shot them in the foot. And so, you know, uh, you know the number of people that they were expecting. I, I feel like we all showed up during their little preview periods. And blew their load basically, and so now during the time when the, sh- the you know it's just open for the general public, uh, it, you know we we basically concentrated it all. But it it's 
they're selling out of stuff. The 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 wait time for the ride is like forty five to thirty minutes. I mean, you wouldn't want it to be to where you can't you you have to wait in line for eight hours. No, it sucks. So 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 some of the things that they did to sort of prevent that, yeah. I, I think you know it. it the the crowds are and there and, and there's another ride called Rise of the Resistance that are, is not done yet. The, those two rides at each park will be done in December, so we have to go back again in December. Hmm. A lot of people are waiting before those open. Cool. That's it. All right. Was that? Am I up? Uh, you were up, Adam. Ah, oh, I have so much stuff happening right now. Uh, so much. First of all. You guys may remember me talking about a year ago about a little game named Journey. Journey. <laughs> um, over the winter, my uh, restoration plans were stymied, to say the least. And then we had, I just had no time to work on it. So here's the thing. Uh, I, I was really unsatisfied with the paint job that was done on it. Oh. Yeah, I know. So I have taken it to be repaired. Because it looked like it was hail damaged when I had it done. So now I am going to have the most expensive journey ever known to men. But I don't care. I'm doing it for me. And this thing is going to be painted with... It's already... They did body work on it. Mm. I, uh, they filled everything. They're doing the... the they're channeling out the T-molding for me on the bono spots that I did. They are doing two-tone. They're doing the black... And they're doing an iridescent bass boat sparkle blue. It's going to be killer. Totally custom. Uh, and it's going to be the way I want it. And it's going to be mine. So I'm super, super stoked. And they are already... Are, like, you, putting, hmm? are, are you putting LED T-molding on it? Are you going to put artwork over that bad boy? Yes, I am. Uh, well, I, I got, you got to put the original artwork on, man. I, I know. I agree. Yeah. But I it's going to... Yep. I'm going to highlight the thing with some spots... I want to do everything else original, but the paint's going to be a special thing. It's going to be like Rockstar Journey Blue. Uh, It'll be unique. It'll be the only one. Number 618 will be unique. Okay. Uh, Also, uh, there's this little thing called 2D Con coming up, you know, and I have volunteered to bring my millipede, uh, which is not, the trackball is not working. So I ordered one of those iridescent uh, clear three-inch trackballs that you recommended. Yeah. From uh, RetroArcade.us. Right. Uh, so I got one of them. Uh, it just arrived today. Okay. Uh, also bought uh, a new uh, optical board from Arcade Shop. Yep. And a roller rebuild kit. So I'm going to rebuild the original trackball. Oh, nice. Right. Yep. And also from Paradise Arcade Shop, I ordered the uh, LED uh, lighting kit. So that will go underneath and I can change it to any color I want. Nice. So that was uh, Mark's suggestion. Thank you, sir. Yeah, those are the LED kits, Brian, that usually fit into the buttons, but I'm using it because there's a big hole in the bottom of these uh, tr- three-inch trackballs. It's exactly the same size. Yep. Also so, bought a few other Williams parts this week. Uh, I needed some interconnect cables for the Defender. Uh, yep. The the uh, interconnect cable for the ROM board is bad. It's 30 years old and it's one of the originals one of the ones that loosens up and there's a trick you can like clamp them down with like a you know like a vice grips or something um but i'm just replacing it uh, especially since i just bought all new hacko equipment i'm super excited to do it so it won't take that long and i'll have a brand new connector for defender 
Uh, I'm going to replace all the sockets on that bad boy, do RAM upgrades, the whole nine yards. That thing's going to be solid as rock. Because I did, I did NVRAM upgrades on both Defender and Joust last week. Joust is running great, by the way. Uh, and then 6809, I, I bought a bunch of 6809 chips. Those are getting hard to find. Huh. What, what, are those RAMs? or No, they're uh, MPUs, um, multiprocessing oh. unit or a CPU. Processors. Oh, of course. Yep. Yes. So the 6809 processor, Motorola, there's a Hitachi version. There's, you know, there's a few different versions. Uh, they are running around between 4 to $6 a piece. Uh, and, and there's only a few outlets that have them now. So if you're looking for them, I would, I would scoop them up. Jameco has them. Jamico. Whatever. Um, and then uh, there's a couple places on eBay that I don't know if are reputable or not. But I, I, I bought a bunch. So uh, I should be set. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I bought these Mr. Video Adapters for Donkey Kong, uh, Popeye, any any Nintendo, DK Jr. Oh, wow. Uh, and what they do is they go between your PCB and the wiring harness. And they output composite, uh, analog audio, and S-video. Uh, and so that's really cool. Because then you can like do a direct stream if you want to. Oh yeah, I saw Billy. Uh, Billy Mitchell was actually testing that exact board, yeah, or and, whatever it is. Yeah, and you can you can do that, or you can mm. put a, you can put a monitor on top of the machine, and yes, I'll, I'll put to the monitor. Oh yeah, because Nintendo's have a flat top. That's a yeah. good one. So what I did last week is I I ended up contacting this place in um, Massachusetts, and I've been looking for security monitors. Because security monitors have these square boxes, and they were meant to be stacked, right? Right. So uh, vertically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could you could turn oh. it you could turn it any way you want. So I got these two 14-inch color GE uh, Interlogix color security monitors, and they are no. gorgeous. I had to pay a premium. I uh, mm. paid ended up paying two hundred and twenty dollars. Including shipping to get them over from Massachusetts, which isn't that bad. I paid like basically seventy dollars in shipping, and then the difference went to the monitors. But they have S video in, and they have analog audio. I am going to be putting them on top of my Donkey Kongs this weekend, and they are going to look phenomenal. Can't I can't wait to do it. So nice. I'm going to take some pictures. I'll put them up on the Arcade Radio page on Facebook for people to see when I do it. Um, but yeah, they're, they're stunning and, um, it's, it's getting harder and harder to find CRTs guys, man. I just don't know what to do. It's, uh, is it dude? It's so difficult. Like look for, just look for a security monitor right now. It's impossible. Okay. It's impossible. All right. I'm going to do it right now. All right, Brian, what you working on? buddy? I'm, Wait. I haven't done anything. Yeah. You're, uh, you're like out. doing something right now. <laughs> Tell us what you're doing so. right now. Well, I, I could start with last weekend. That was kind of fun, too. So we just got back from Evo Championships out in Vegas, so the nice. biggest fighting game championships in the world. Uh, we went out there with the shop, set up a table, two days of working from 8 a.m. until 12, uh, 12 a.m., basically. Um, but it was a blast. Got to see a lot of people we haven't seen in a while. And the really cool thing about uh, that we got to do when we were out there is Namco brought over uh, Tekken Tag Turbo, and we brought out one of our CyberLead cabinets. And so one of the things that's kind of fun about the CyberLeads 
is with some of these games from that time period, the Cyber Elite has an LED display on the top, and it will interact with the game. And so while people are playing, it will actually show the matchup on the LED screen, which is just the old school red LEDs. Um, but it's kind of a really fun touch. So anyways, the Harada, who's the kind of father of Tekken, brought this board over, personally gave it to us. We put it in the machine, had a lot of fun with that. So that was, that was pretty cool. And uh, right now, actually in about five minutes, I'm going to have to go. Uh, I got up at 6 a.m. this morning. Drove down to uh, Farmington, Minnesota, picked up an Aliens pinball, and brought that down to Chicago for somebody, and have a Rampart cabinet in the back of the trailer that I am about to trade for a War of the Worlds. So, All right, pretty just, excited about Just this. give us a little bit on War of the Worlds. A lot of people don't know about it, so tell us. So, yeah, I mean, it's a... It's a Cinematronics game that was not very common. Uh, typically, it was a conversion kit that was sent out, and uh, that's the most common way to find it. The one that I'm actually trading for is one of the uh, factory conversions. So it was actually an original um, Star Castle that was converted in the factory over to the War of the Worlds. There's a very limited number of color versions of this game. This is not one of the color ones, but it has a red and yellow overlay. Um, gameplay is kind of unique. You should check it out on YouTube. Um, but it's just kind of a, a fun historical game that does not come up very often. And somebody had posted on KLOV saying they wanted to trade this for a Rampart. And uh, somebody very nice pinged me and said, hey, um, you have an extra Rampart, don't you? So mm-hmm. that is, I'm, I'm about to not have an extra Rampart, but I'm about right. to be very happy with the War of the Worlds. Nice. Yeah, it's you, re- do, you, do, you, do you think you'll join back the show once you get everything loaded up? or uh, I will try to hop back on after I get everything loaded up. I'd love to uh, be here for the interview section. Uh, I actually, so then after I pick up the War of the Worlds, so I've driven like 700, 680 miles so far today. Oh my God. Jeez. I've got to stop in Detroit, grab a popcorn machine for John Folium, which is only about 30, 40 also, how could I say no? Right. And then uh, I head down to Indianapolis where Matt uh, has fixed my Space Fury back scan and Star Trek board sets and one of my G08 monitors. So I'm. this is like the vector frenzy trip. It's a blast. So I'm super excited about everything I'm getting on this trip. Wow. That is rad. It is so, rad. Super cool, man. So... So I'm going to be in like vector heaven next week, and we'll see how many of these cabinets. So the 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 fun thing is, and we can talk about this later, but the War of the Worlds will not be in the basement right away, um, and so of course I'm going to have to bring that to 2D Con. Very nice. <gasps> Which will what? Be- That's so rare. It's going to be really really unique. Rare. That's awesome. And we'll see. So the the other fun ones are if I can get so I have working board sets and I have one working monitor but if I can get the Star Trek the tax scan and or the Space Fury working those will also join the War of the Worlds there so there's going to be some fun rare games I'll hopefully jump back on and we can go over more of a list but we've got uh, a lot of fun stuff we'll be bringing to the show Very so good. sweet can you just before you go Brian how many games are you uh, obligated to bring I told them I was going to bring 50 games to the show and so that's a mix of candy cabs and classics. It's going to be a large mix of candy cabs, classics, some sit, uh, one or two sit downs. Uh, 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 should be a real blast. I, I'm hoping to get at least ten, twelve candy cabs. 
there. I've got a great mix of fighting games. And actually, the two cabinets we just did for uh, have USB input. So for the fighting game crowd, they can actually show up, plug their fight stick into the cabinet, play the classic game with their fight stick. So they can have competitions playing. Uh, I think they'll be hooked up. That sounds like we're losing Ryan. We're losing you. He's getting closer and closer to Chernobyl. Right, like. he's like he's. he's <laughs> <laughs> I think he froze up too. I'm not well, really sure. Yeah. I'm a- but uh, listen, Brian, uh, if you can hear us, we can hear we we uh, appreciate you giving us the update. We'll dial in later. We'll pick up the conversation there. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to move on to the next section of the show, which we all know is. News, arcades, pinball, industry alumni, arcade openings, collecting, celebrities, world record holders, operators, coin op, conventions, new products, gamers, the arcade news. I'm Brian McLeod. I'm Adam Stevens. We interrupt, there's been a late development. And now, the arcade news with Adam Stevens. Hey, Adam, that didn't sound like Brian. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we got some news here. Uh, First one. Which is there's a lot of racket going on here. I don't know. Yeah, what's going on. there's a, you know what I mean. This like, may, okay, let's get rid of that. So anyway, okay. via arcade radio, 2D Con is almost here. Wait, I don't, I don't want to start with that. Let's not start with that. In reverse. Uh, let's do that. Okay, so this is actually for the chatters. Video games in the spotlight again, being blamed for gun violence. All right, everybody. Following the recent tragedies that left 31 dead. Prominent gun rights advocates, including President Trump and Representative Kevin McCarthy of California, quickly blamed video games for stoking the violence. There are now investigations into violence and video games and the impact on society. So we're not looking to stir up a political debate here. In fact, quite the opposite. What I would, but basically, what I'm looking to do is what whatever side of the aisle you're on, I'd like to hear from the chatters what you think of this. I mean, uh, what do you think video game violence? has an impact of society. And, and uh, Kevin, we're going to ask you about this too, uh, but I want to have the chatters chime in and, and get some ideas. So we don't want to spend too much time on this subject because uh, we could probably do a whole show on it. But Really? <laughs> I'd rather hear from my fellow gamers and what they think uh, the impact of video games is on uh, violence in America. Uh, particular so again wow not left versus right this this is actually pretty heavy stuff for us we're not very heavy we don't dive into this but i think it's important and it's again if it turns into a left versus right thing we're going to shut it down but i'm really interested to hear what our fellow gamers have to to, uh on this take uh and let's not let's not talk about like gun laws or crap like that okay let's let's just talk about what you think does does this does this impact uh, it does not. Here, no. let me let me let me give you a little thing here. Okay. Charles Whitman, who oh, uh, did a mass shooting in Austin in 1966, the same media at that time blamed cowboys and Indians, <laughs> literally, as the reason why uh, he you know went on his rampage. Like, really? <laughs> right, 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 right. And I, okay, yeah, that's BS, right? So I mean, that's. That's the kind of thing we're looking for. I just, 
we got a bunch of chatters in there right now. Just just let us know. Uh, up or down, you know, what do you think? Uh, do video games and the violence. I mean, like, there, we have all, like, does Duck Hunt cause people to kill people? I don't think so. Uh, you know. Uh, ter- <laughs> Some ducks probably died. Yeah, Terminator. I want to kill real ducks. I, I love Terminator. I love shooting up bad guys, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're all robots, yeah. so... Well, even if they're robots, that's contributing to video game violence, right? So, um, yeah, I'm not getting a whole lot of feedback from our channel. No, I heard one down with Trump, and that's yep. it. And that's that's not good. Adv- I mean, come on. No, that, that that's a political <laughs> argument, right? That's You're not politi- participating. No, no, like, and I mean, I mean, we've got PVP, we've got Kevin, we've got. Well, Kevin, you're just in there. You you, you could just speak out, right? Kevin, what's your opinion? Right. Tell us right now. <clears throat> yeah, it's. I mean, video games have been around since, what, the, oh gosh, I don't know, 50s, 60s, 70s, whatever. And only recently has shootings become so prominent in the past, like, 10 years. You would well, think let's, if let's, there were... Let's be honest. It's longer than 10 years. We're talking, like, Columbine is over 20 years now. So. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. That. Yeah. that sounds that's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, I think it's just a, a, you know an easy scapegoat for the politicians or for those who levering for less gun control or you know, whatever political statement you want to make in those regards. It's just an easy scapegoat uh, for for people to use. Like if there's violence on this and people are seeing it, they're just going to react like, oh yeah, there's something that they can uh, the behavior that they can mimic. Um, but that's totally not the case. There was one um, infographic that I saw. It's uh, the like gross amount of sales per country and like USA was number three behind like South Korea and China and then the number of shootings in those countries were like one or zero and then USA obviously has you know a lot more but the rest of those countries on the list have you know no uh, no shootings at all so right. it's not it's not violence in video games it's something ingrained in the culture or it's just you know there's, there's something else there and it's not i totally agree it's and, not video games and you know what i i don't want to i don't want to speak for mr upsall but one of the founders of 2d con recently spoke out on his, on his page mm-hmm. and it's really uh to me it's it's a, a subject that's close to home because i i live close to people that deal with depression uh i live close to people that deal with mental illness and generally the only thing they want to do is harm themselves yeah. uh you know and that's the thing that sucks uh, about uh, mental illness, right? <clears throat> and you know, conversely, people are blaming all these, these these this violence on mental illness. And I think I think they need to look on the other side of the coin and say, look, uh, these people struggle with their daily lives. The only people the only people they often want to harm are themselves. You know, they're not out to kill pe- people, mass amounts of people. So there's a there's a flip side of the coin that I don't think is being looked at. I and mean, you could so. Uh, and we can talk about what 2D Con uh, sponsorship is for later because uh, it's a really cool uh, charity. Uh, but um, we got some chatters that finally spoke out. Here we got Mr. Peabody says they've done studies and found that video games don't cause violence. They, um, you know, crazy people cause violence. And I think that that's uh, that's probably a valid point. Uh, violence existed long before video games, as uh, 1500 says. I think that's also true. Uh, we live in a very violent, uh, society. Uh, and I don't know that, you know, it's like a 60, 40 thing or an 80, 20 thing or whatever. But I, I, I believe that it's a lot different than when we were growing up in the sixties and seventies. Uh, so 
Uh, video games, uh, Andy Ballman says, were pretty terrible in 1966. So that explains why that guy was so mad. He had nothing fun to do. So, uh-huh. I mean, there's some, I mean, you got to be kind of tongue in cheek about this stuff, right? You got to, we have to, it sucks. This, this crap is happening, and I hope we can change it. But uh, it, it's, it's awful. And I don't agree that it's video game, video games that are causing this, right? Um, certainly, uh, not games like Space Invaders, Cubert, and who knows what else. Uh, but, uh, like, even, like, uh, my, uh, almost stepson, uh, Aiden, he is, he took first place in a, uh, Call of Duty, uh, tournament at Midwest Gaming Classic. Uh, nice. he, he and a buddy met each other in the line. They didn't even have a team yet. Um. And they're like, well, we don't have anybody else to play with. You, you want to play together? And sure enough, those guys ended up winning the tournament together. And uh, he's 15. Uh, he's wow. one of the champion CSGO players that I know. He's fantastic at the game. Um, and I don't play FPS anymore. I used to be really good when I was in my 20s. But my uh, my reaction times aren't so good anymore. So I went Quake 2... It's like I bring it on. I'll be the rocket jumper guy, and uh, you, you know whatever else. But uh, I'm pretty sure I get my butt handed me today by anybody who plays FPS. In fact, FPS to me stands for I'm the first frame. person shot. Oh, uh, for <laughs> me, frame, both, frames per second. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Got to get that sixty. So uh, yeah, a couple more comments. Uh, Ryan says my best friend Riley shot his friend because he thought he'd respawn afterwards that's bullshit yeah it sucks man that totally sucks that's a tor- that's a terrible story ryan and I'm I, glad you I hope it. i respawn that's all i can say oh my it's, god yeah that's 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 the dark side of it right that's there is there is sometimes there is some truth to these things but it's not a blanket statement i just don't think you can say that all video games cause it uh <laughs> back me up guys what do you think no, there's it's a, it's it's a release for a lot of things too. Like it's just you know relieve stress. It helps people cope with so many difficulties that they face in their lives. I know, growing up, it was one thing that I could always you know go back from like a hard day on on, on campus or tough day at job. You know during you know during work, I could go home and you know log on to WoW and play with my my clan and stuff. So um, it's definitely a way to to cope with so many other uh, things you're going through in life that it, I never associated with being a violent person playing video games. Well, I appreciate that. I think it's a good uh, note to end on. I don't want to, like I said, I don't want to bring, I didn't want, this is a news item that I didn't want to make like a thing. It's sort of a topical thing. I just think it's important yeah. people think about it. Uh, so I appreciate everybody's input. And next, uh, moving on to the next item, via PinballSaratoga.com, the Saratoga Pinball and Arcade Show in New York is happening this weekend. And I did a little, like, I was like, what, what would you call this, like, for short? Uh, Saratoga Pinball Arcade Show. Spaz? You call it? <laughs> like, uh, or spas, I guess. But uh, <laughs> that's a terrible acronym. You guys, you need to rename your con. So anyway. Do you enjoy pinball, or have you fond memories of playing them in arcades? Are you looking for a little relief from the hot summer sun? Are you looking for some family-friendly entertainment? Visit the Saratoga Pinball and Arcade Show. It will be held at the Saratoga Regional YMCA in Saratoga Springs, New York on Friday, August 9th, 
2 p.m. to 10 p.m. on Saturday, August 10th, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. The show will feature approximately 50 pinball machines and arcade games from the past. So this is this is Frank. I, I, I picked this out because it's like there's all these little fledgling cons going, right? And 50 games is not is nothing. That's like That's what's in my house. Right, exactly. <laughs> Between Mark and I, we could do this this whole thing, right? Well, so, how many they're expecting to show up? But they have a nice low admission price, and it's at the YMCA so if, in New York. So if you're welcome to stay all day long, play as much as you like for no additional cost. So it's a basically a flat fee. Many of the games will be available for sale as well. Also, this is interesting. There will be a special exhibit featuring film memorabilia. I thought Mark would find this interesting. So, oh, my God. Yeah, including various uh, costumes and props from Once Upon a Time, Stargate, Ender's Game, Chronicles of Riddick, Electric Dreams from 1985. What? I know, right? And Dune, Children of Dune miniseries, and Divergent Colony Passengers and more. So the, the, actually, I think this is kind of a cool little convention. If you are in New York, go. Also, the third news item via Arcade Radio, by the way, is 2D Con is almost here. And yeah. two weeks Heck from yeah. tomorrow, 2D Con is an all-inclusive charitable awesome. gaming event held every summer in celebration of the gaming community, featuring tournaments, live music, tabletop, RPG, TCG, speedrunning, cosplay, industry guests, retro gaming, arcade, and pinball, and more. Oh my god. 2D Con aims to be the best event around, no matter what your gaming style is. We'll talk more about this later as we get into the uh, the studio with our fellow gamer and events coordinator from 2D Con, Mr. Kevin T. Man, are we right, buddy? Are we right? Yes, sir. So, we'll talk about that in a little bit. In the meantime, I think it's time for us to move on to the next segment of the show, what? which everybody loves. And here it comes. <laughs> Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Back, back to the cave with, with Time Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? Yes, there is, Doc Brown. <laughs> Let's switch the tab here in my show notes. <laughs> we'll bring you to the... We're bringing you to August 8th. That's 8-8. Eight, eight. Back to the future reference. Hello. Uh, August 8th, 1983. Um, On this day in 1983, uh, as far as arcades go, Sega released Astron Belt, a form of third-person space combat rail shooter uh, in Europe as the first first laser disc game in the region. This beer is working. (laughs) Can I ask? Can I I interrupt? Sure. uh, Maybe you have this in the notes, but... Astron Ball was a it ripped off a ton of franchises. No. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I, why don't you play the link to the YouTube video, which has music? <laughs> the music is beautiful. Is that it? What? Oh no! I bet it is. It, it's beautiful. It's. Uh, <laughs> what could they have ripped off? It looks like a completely original project. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm creating my Wix site. Oh god, that guy's creating his. I'm Wix creating site. my Wix site too, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You so know, the- between Grammarly and Wix, they just have like every, you know. My God. <laughs> All right, so here it is. 
There's some awesome music in the background. Everybody hear that? Welcome to Astro. And it says, insert coins for game credits. Credits can be used for individual or continuous play. Ballet Midway presents Astron Belt Sega 1983, which is interesting. A lot of overlap in the industry back then. Sega! Ah, oh, that's pretty game. awesome. That's got to be the music coming off of the yeah. laser disc, though, right? Oh, it is. It is, totally. I was like, oh my god, how many pokies is that? Okay, so the first thing you see is like the Enterprise warping out, and there's all these clips that they took from Star Trek II. No way. The Wrath of Khan. No, I'm not. Really? And yes. And in, in addition to that, they stole clips from Battlestar Galactica. I mean, it's oh. it's bad. And now <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom. So you guys are have to talk. Sure. I will continue. Right. At the box office on August 8th, 1983, Tom Cruise's breakout film with Rebecca DeMornay was released. That's right. I'm talking about risky business. Where we learn. <clears throat> we learn new phrases. Such as, uh, uh, oh, I can't remember. What's the one? It's the F word. <laughs> you know, I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Oh, is it what the, is it WTF? Is that what he says in the movie? Gosh, I can't think of it. Yeah, I think Very it is. Uh, at the time, I thought, well, that's an innovative way to uh, announce that you're astounded. Anyway, uh, we learn new phrases and things about what you can do on the L train. Uh, allegedly, as long as she likes you, I, I, the score was by the enigmatic Tangerine Dream. And this film probably affected most of us in the 80s in one way or another, with its themes of materialism, loss of innocence, coming of age, and capitalism. At this point, if Adam, if Adam was not on the potty, he would be playing the Tangerine uh, Dream theme song, which is... So just kind of imagine it. I got it. Uh, oh, a- Andy Baldwin. That's right. Sometimes you just have to say, "What the f?" Exactly. That that's <laughs> is. that's the exact phrase, right? Which eventually became WTF. And so I attribute risky business to basically expanding communication on the internet. Okay. Um, what was the best thing on television on August eighth? Well, there was a television show called Love Sydney, and uh, it may have taken the award for the corniest intro ever. It had Tony Randall. Swoozy Kurtz and some kid, you know, totally slumming it. And I'm not sure what the I, don't, I never watched an episode, but I did watch the intro several times earlier today. And somehow it even got renewed for a second season. They replaced the intro with professional singer, singers. But the first season is Tony Randall doing his best Broadway singing. And then I think I'm, I'm pretty sure Swoozy Kurtz sings. And then the little girl that's slumming it also is singing. But it's terrible. It's awful. It's like an 80s. It's, it's just a schmaltzy 80s TV show, and somehow it survived. But it was on tonight. And somehow people were like, oh, this is, I guess this is okay. I get, you know, and I think they had good stuff on after, like the A-team or something, so that you had to wait. And uh, so they put it at the beginning of the night. So that was, that. that's basically all of our three uh, segments for what happened on August 8, 1983. Next is a segment which we call What's in the Juke? Oh, All right. Oh, wait. <laughs> Welcome. There we go. All right. Perfect. I mean, like, seriously. 
Welcome to What's in the Juke, where we play a little bit of a song and let our chatters try to figure out which song it is by what uh, artist <laughs> and what uh, what's the name of that song. Yeah, uh, tell. Yeah. So we we have uh, oh prizes. Yeah, we have prizes. Uh, yeah, uh, let's talk about some of the prizes. Okay. <laughs> Everyone loves prizes. Fun living. Three. We have a first place and second place pri- uh, and third place prizes. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, oh, I just bang my head. Don't do that. Okay. So we got. Birthday. Um, <laughs> String cheese. Where, where did my? Th- oh yeah, third yeah, place. Man. Okay. So maybe we should just show the prizes and let the first place winner pick. Oh. Okay. Well, I mean. And then, and then the last two, pri- we'll do the second place, pl- you know, he gets to pick. And then the last place pointer just gets whatever's left over. What do you All think right. about that? Let's do it. All right. All right. So uh, third place, uh, uh, no, it's not a place, No, right? no, you can't. There's no place. So what one of the prizes, prizes is uh, a VHS copy of Space Seed Vintage from the, the late 80s. And this is one episode of Star Trek, the original <laughs> series. With Ricardo Montalban as Khan. Is uh, there Corinthian leather? There, it is, it's, it, it is, uh, he's wearing Corinthian leather. Nice. Okay. Uh, the next uh, prize is also is from the 90s. This is a special R2-D2 cassette player that plays... Huh. It works. A bunch of sounds, right? And, and the batteries are getting low, so he's not as loud as he should uh. be. But he he's super loud when you have fresh batteries. Um, he needs new belts, but this is like a, a really legit '90s uh, R2, and you could it has cassette storage down here. And Andy Baldwin likes to mention you can put your weed in it. <laughs> exactly right. Okay. And the third prize, whatever you want to pick, you can pick the space seed or you can pick the r2 r2 d2 is like 100 pounds so if somebody from canada wins i'm not sending it but here we go this is a trucker hat original trucker hat chuck e cheese original i mean this is from like back in the day 100 percent polyester uh the size if you have a giant head like me it won't fit you but it's 59 centimeters maximum made in taiwan this thing is like a snap hat Beautiful, original awesome. Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, this is, I mean, like, we're talking, this is vintage, dude. Right. I mean, if you're a single male, the, right. you could probably go into a Chuck E. Cheese by yourself if you're wearing that hat. And I know a lot of people right now are like, why is it he just, like, turn off the sepia tone so we can see the color? All right. So, right uh, now, here you go. This is in color, live in color. I thought that was sepia colored hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, that looks. This is what it looks like. Every, okay. So, um, and th- that's what we got going tonight. Uh, uh, so we should play the first clip, right? Correct. Oh, and what what do we hear if, if they're, you know, what's going on in the first clip? They get a, <clears throat> if they get half of it right. Full point. Right. And they get a full point if they get the whole thing right. Right? That's, and that's there's right. often some fighting. <laughs> so, don't fight. <laughs> yeah, don't fight. But we might hear that stuff, right? Okay. Yes. So here comes... First clip. We'll edit out the pause in post-production. Do you want me to pause? No, I didn't hear anything. Oh, you didn't. No, is that one not being added into the into the stream? That's terrible. Uh-oh. So did, did, no, nobody heard the clip? 
Well, I mean, I didn't hear it on my side. I didn't hear it either. That's terrible. Well, we can't have that. No. No. That's that's not good. Uh, w- oh, interesting. I did not know that that was not going to be included. Uh, uh. So let's try it again. Okay. Okay. Uh, can you hear it now? Is that better? Wait. Is that enough? That's plenty. Is that how do I stop it? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Turn off. Oh, you like, use your hands. Holiday Road by Wham. No, it's not Wham. Who did? Who said that? I just okay. Well, Mike Page. All right. First these. of all, M- Mark, we're gonna start subtracting <laughs> points from people no. who say the wrong name. Nailed it. Oh, Nailed it. Who who got it? Uh, who got it? We got. It. I don't. Oh. I don't know this song. Holiday Road, Mike Page. Mike, uh, our resident Canadian, and awesome, like Mr. Punk Rocker himself, Holiday Road, awesome. Okay. and the, the, This song, by the way, came from the movie uh, National Lampoon's Vacation, the very first one with Chevy Chase. But it looks like S1500 pulled in a half point. He yeah. did, correct. All right. Half so, uh, Mr. Ryan, S1500, you got a half point. And half point. My, dark, my dogs are barking, Mr. Mike Page. Gets another half point. This is blanking bulk. Uh, <laughs> this yeah. a friggin' dog is barking so friggin' loud. Can't, That's fine. It's uh, not that loud actually on our side. Oh, I just want to like who in this house is taking care of the dog during my show? It is not me. I'm Nobody. Angry. It's very. I'm very angry right now. Arr, Arr, I'm angry. We got nine more songs. Nine nine <laughs> more songs. Oh my I, god. Shit. I mean, that's the first swear word of the show, isn't it? No. Oh, no. no. Oh. Mm. Yeah, so uh, uh, we, we got to play another clip. Is that okay. what you're saying? Sure, right. Let's go. All right, here it goes. Uh, so should I play maybe I'm going to play a different clip. That's too loud, isn't it? You know, it's funny that the beginning of that sounds like a Stranger Things episode. I was just going to say that because that's <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. Oh my and god! When you, and when, when you realize who it is, dudes, Davalope just pulled that out. Amazing. Davalope gets half a point for she works hard for the money, and Andy Baldwin is on the board uh, with for half Donna point. Summer. Yeah, for Donna Summer, man. Wait, uh, that she works hard for the money? Yeah, yes. she works hard for the money. Play, play a little bit. Okay, here we go. Part. Oh, there we go. There it is. Yeah, dude, that's incredible. That, I mean, that song should be more popular than it is. You know, Donna Summer was, uh, she had groundbreaking producers. She yes. was a phenomenal uh, 
pop artist. I, I, you can you can argue all you want, but that woman was unbelievable. Uh, okay, here comes the next track. This is interesting because we're all over the board in 83, right? You have new wave, you have pop, you have disco. It's all blending. And, and this song was a, a groundbreaking song, and here it is. that track you know what's the what's that donna summer song i feel love that's the one it's like a yes. disco era song oh so good god yeah i totally agree with you yes uh, i feel love. it's like that like synthesizer it's so cool yeah mm-hmm. uh, oh, billy seven saved by zero Look. billy seven oh my god billy's in the house yes billy Woo. seven right saved by zero though was annie ballman was first Oh damn it, Billy yep. Seven! And he got the, f- uh, it was he got the both. F- he got them both. So Andy is uh, he's he's winning right now. That's okay. I'll Four put Billy point. Seven on the the chart for with zero points, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Seven is Don't on the it. on the chart with zero points. Okay, so yeah, this is this is good so far. What do we have so far? We have Holiday yep. Road. Go ahead, Mark. You let us. Holiday Road with Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah, bugging. Bugging. She works hard, hard for the money. Donna Summer, saved by zero by the fix. Yeah, and then our next hit, which is this, is an interesting one, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, from a movie. Yeah, it's from a movie. We're not going to say which movie. No, but it's not mentioned in the song. <laughs> Correct. Uh, let's give this a shot and see if people can get it right. Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm going to try to play the remastered clip here. Nice. All I wanted was a sweet distraction for an hour or two. Mark, if I could reach through the mic and kiss you, I would. I love this song (laughs) so much. Holy crap. Mike Roch. All-time high, Rita Coolidge, bam! Incredible blasting wow. to second place is Mr. Mike Roch. Wow. Holy, holy moly. Wait a minute, I get it. Mike Crotch, I get it. <laughs> it's got some good saxophone on there, though. I, I like that song. I'm going to play a little bit more of it. Had no intention to do the things we've done. Oh, my God. I, I think so, I just wet myself a little. Full point. <laughs> That was a full point for Mr. Mike Crotch. Mike Crotch, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I hope Mike Crotch wins tonight. Yes. I'm just telling you. That's Mike Roch for people listening. (laughs) (laughs) Sure it is. Well, I heard Michael Hunt might join us tonight too, but I we'll see. (laughs) We'll see how that goes. Oh man. All right, Mark, give us a rundown of who winning and the songs were just played, please. Who's winning? <laughs> well, it's only been one song since I said last time. Andy Baldwin is in the first place. Wait, he's still Mike... winning? Wait, can you what, tell, yes. us, tell us Mike, the, the list? Mike Crouch in second place. <laughs> Mike Page, S15, and Dave Lope in third place with a half point, And Billy Seven in fourth place with zero, zero points. But I was looking more for the song list. So tell us. Oh, that was an all-time high by Rita Coolidge. Uh, see, Rita Coolidge, she did a great job on that song. Yeah, right. so cool. 
That was Rita Coolidge. Yes, such a good name. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right, so now, uh, now we're up to uh, a song that everybody knows, and here we go. Yes. That's all I'm playing. That's good. You don't need to play more than that, right? I like it a lot. Here no. we go. Let's play this again. Annie Ballman, 1999 Parency. Yeah. Dude, Ooh, Annie, Annie Ballman pulled that right out. Yeah. Uh, that's a full point. point for Mr. Annie Ballman. And uh, sorry, all the guys behind you. Prince. A lot of people. Yes. Yeah. You guys were all very close. That was pretty freaking awesome and i gotta say as a uh as a uh, minnesota boy that that's uh yeah that's good so here we go okay so the next this next song uh also very popular we're gonna play very it's very popular i'm only gonna yes. play a minute of the song a second i'm gonna play a second 30 i'm not even gonna play a second okay here we go all right let's see if anybody gets this uh, that's pretty good that's like a little riff there. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Let's try that again. Oh, my God. Oh, really? China Girl, Bowie, Mr. Oh. Andy Baldwin. <laughs> if I was doing a radio show, <laughs> which I'm not, that's pretty awesome. Also, he won another full point. Full point. We might have to get some extra points for this next one. What do you think, Mark? I know. How about three points for this next one? Three points? This is a, wow. this is a hard one, too. Uh, I, it, that's, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the next track. Uh, here we go. <laughs> that's... That's that's tough. That one it? did not last. <laughs> it's funny that's it got so popular. Oh. oh my god! Oh my crap! My crotch! My crotch! <laughs> my crotch! crotch three, pulls it out. Three. His ass, my, I, guess. I don't know. My crotch pulls it out. Hot girls in love <laughs> by Lover Boy. That is cool. My crotch. Wow. Freaking been talking here. to my crotch all night. <laughs> my crotch pulls it out. That's three points, right? Yeah, he said full point. Full point. Full point. That's three full points. Very nice, sir. I want to do something I, I've never done, and hopefully everybody's listening to me on speaker. Hey Siri, erase phone. <laughs> oh shit. Oh, my okay. God. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Classic. All right. Three more to go. Here comes the next uh, clip. All right. Billy Seven, Human Touch. Mike Roch, Human Touch, Mike Roch. Mike Roch, Rick Spring, Brian Jones, Springfield. I'm going to go with Brian Jones on that one. Judges? Uh, let's see. Mike Ro- oh, so Billy Seven definitely got the title. <laughs> yep, I'm totally human going touch. with that. I, I agree with that. Uh, so Billy Seven I, is on the yeah, board, Bill- 
But I well, I, th- I think my crotch said Rick Spring. That's that's he, it. He's no, he followed with Field though the next line. Oh, so. he did. Yes, yes, yeah, he, he got it. So my crotch, you're in the game. Mike crotch, doing so good. We will need a tiebreaker at some point. There are there are four people in third place. <laughs> we have a tiebreaker prepared. No, we we wing it. I let Adam do whatever he wants, basically. So, <laughs> no, but this is legit. We got yes. <laughs> now that Rick, if you play that song, that Rick Springfield song definitely sounds like an '80s song. It's like an arcade song, but l- no, literally nobody, you know, remembers it. It's it's. It's fallen on the wayside from a nostalgia perspective. It's a good song. I'm going to play a little yeah. more of it. Here we go. It's the first Yeah, fuck YouTube. I'm playing the fucking song. That's what's happening right now. Wow. (laughs) That's right, everybody. (laughs) Two songs left. I just get so pissed off. We play so little of the song. We support the artist, and they freaking block us every time we play shit. (laughs) Just drives me bad. Gotta move to Mixer. Mixer's the new thing. What's Mixer? Uh, I don't know, but... uh... Uh, Ninja left. Ninja, yeah, it's a streaming platform like Twitch. They paid him, I think, hundred million dollars to move and, over. An and amazing you, amount of money. And, and you uh, can't, you can't tell me they're not already scraping for Universal and Sony and all those goddamn companies that are. Who taking... knows? Oh, it's so annoying. All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, let me pick a good version of this. Uh, here's a remastered version. Here we go. That's it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Something that I know. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> that bass line, though. That's Ugh. so good. So Want to be certain so something, good. Annie Ballman. And who is the artist? Jack Spen Spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta start something. <laughs> Annie start Ballman something. with the full point right there. Yeah. Full point. Yeah. Are, are you going to give Andy the full point? Well, look... Look! Look what happened. Brian Jones said, "Jack, just sack." Sponge. I mean, that looks like just a typo. It is. It's, it's a, a giant typo. He he has just one extra letter in there. Okay, give Brian Jones a half. I I am. Congratulations, Brian Jones. You are the fourth person in third place. We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna fight over that bitch. There you go. <laughs> and we were just flagged by every freaking record company in the planet. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's BS. Bring it on. By the way, if you hate that uh, and you want to support the show, it has nothing to do with getting us unblocked. But buy some T-shirts from Teespring. Uh, all the proceeds, $5 per shirt, go to supporting the show and giving you lovely gifts like old R2-D2 cassette decks from 1990. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? 
Uh, I think that's yeah. freaking awesome. We have one more song on the jukebox tonight, right? Yes. And I think we're going to play like exactly two seconds of this. I'm, ju- I'm just guessing, right? Okay. Maybe. Uh, right. <laughs> two seconds that's what Wait, i played another, all right here we go another song that starts that way <laughs> uh axidis nope that's not it not acdc you are incorrect andy love you buddy my crotch rock of ages davelope def leopard that is a split half point for each of half you point uh i love it where are we at, Mark? We got any ties? Wow. Devilope and who who else is splitting the point? That would be uh, the Devilope and my crotch. My crotch is in the winner, actually. My crotch is first place with five points. Yeah. Then we have Andy Baldwin back behind in second place, and then Devilope pulled it pulled it out. He emerged from the four winners. Dude, he's what? in freaking Canada. God dang it. It's freaking Canadians. Oh, man. So hopefully, uh, you know, it's something nice that you can uh, All right. small. All right. Let's, let's talk to the chatters. Let's talk okay, to the chatters. 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 Okay. My, who's... my crotch. You're yep. going to have to reveal yourself. <laughs> he's number one? Yes. Okay. Uh, my crotch. Uh, email. <laughs> <laughs> you got to email adam at arcaderadio.com and choose your prize. You either get to choose the Space Seed VHS the R2-D2 cassette player, or the Chuck E. Cheese trucker hat. Uh, tell us in the chat which one you've decided to take, uh, Mike Roch. <laughs> and we'll uh, let the and, second place winner and, choose their yes, and prize. Make the whole show wait while That's you That's right. So, Mike Roch, uh, what did you decide to take? Just let us know. Of Let's those go. Three, of those three little gifts, of those three little gifts, which yes. one... Uh, he just wants he, a smooch from the guy just, in the bottom left. <laughs> who's the guy in the bottom left? <laughs> I knew the it's Kevin. Hello. Oh, all right, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, give him a little smooch. All right. Uh, who's uh, who's up next, Andy? Uh, Andy, yes. Andy, of the three prizes available to you, which one do you want us to send you? He's yielding my prize. his prize. Oh too, my god! So just, nobody wants to shit from my office. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh in third place is dave Lope. you can choose all three of the prizes oh, wow. you, you can have all of them sent to you it might as well <laughs> <laughs> so if you want them you know pick one otherwise if you want all three dave Lope, i will send them all to you oh bring them to me at cream fest, fest. Do it. <laughs> i just want to go okay that's freaking awesome i'm i'm okay here's the thing let me tell you a, little, a quick little story. I am going to be out of town the weekend of Greenfest. I'm going to Florida. Here's the thing. I'm checking out of my hotel Friday morning. Should what? I Should I fly directly to Idaho? Yes. Yes. That's 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 the verdict. Because I will. But well, I'll, I mean, if wait, I wait, you're leaving what to win? I'm not sure. I'm following here. So uh, Greenfest is 11th, 12th this year, right? Yes. Right. So I check out of my hotel in Florida on 11th in the morning. Okay. So I could fly directly to Idaho from Florida and get there sometime in the afternoon. It's perfect. So. Might as well. Uh, it's going to be a long week for me, but I think I'm going to do it. So. I'll be there. Me and Sam will be there. Uh, and Dave Elope. <laughs> Dave Elope, dude, we, seriously, let's talk after the show. I need to get 
uh, send me your digits, Adam at Arcade Radio. I need to talk to you about hockey jerseys because we are going to have those made for everybody. So okay. for those who don't know what Greenfest is, what what is that? Oh, dude, Greenfest is uh, Mark. Why didn't I've, I've been talking? Mark, you you tell us. Greenfest is the this is the seventh annual gathering in Eagle, Idaho, of uh, Steve from Grinker's uh, Grinker's Grand Palace Arcade. Um, it's basically something that originated from the uh, podcast Arcade Outsiders, and it continued with the Arcade Hangouts gang, uh, you know, taking up the baton. And, and essentially, there's a, a contest. You know, there's several different levels. There's a Bronze Age. There's a regular, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. And um, Clint or Clintoris from Orcade is usually uh, the the head of you know the gatekeeper, the game high scorekeeper, and he uh, anoints people to also ca- capture high scores. It's pretty cool. You can actually, if if you are able to get a high score, it gets onto the Orcade. Uh, high scoreboard. It's pretty cool. I love it. Uh, they have uh, dollar beers during Greenfest nice. and um, half price sandwiches. Um, there's a oh shit! I gotta get a hotel room for that place. Jeez. Uh, there, there, there's usually a, a place at the Hilton nearby, and then there, I, I personally stay at the Marriott. Me too. Yes, <laughs> we did that. Uh, I think we've done that twice now, right? It's awesome. It's way cheaper, and it's like it's literally two minutes away, and they give you a free car to go over there. Yes, nice. they give you free Uber rides. Yep. They will pick up or take you for free. I'm like, who's paying for this? Right. And apparently, no, no sh- like it's it was such a good deal, and literally last year somebody was arrested for a DUI at the show. Yes, uh, and, and like so so that, stay at the that's stay a at crap the Marriott. Room. Yep, stay at the Marriott. <laughs> Go get your your you know don't don't get your DUI on. Um, also, I want to say Grinker's uh, is Steve's uh, son's uh, name for the place. It was just right. a, a sort of a whimsical name that he came up with. Uh, Grinker's is based on the arcade that was in War Games. Right. So uh, while Grink Fest is sponsored by Arcade Hangouts, whom we love, by the way, they're yes. an awesome bunch of dudes. Uh, shout out to those guys. They've been running a podcast, an arcade podcast, longer than anybody on the YouTube's. Uh, but uh, it, it is Steve Barbie's uh, Steve from Grinkers, uh, baby, Oops. and uh, it is, uh, in my opinion, uh, the coolest arcade. Not the largest, but it is the coolest. It is beautiful arcade in the country. So if you have a chance to go to Grinkfest this year, look it up. Get registered. Yeah, uh, get you can go on Clav, uh, and, and you want to get pre-registered. You get cool stuff. These guys design awesome T-shirts and all kinds of cool stuff. But more than that, great music, great beer, great food, great camaraderie, and three different tournaments that are sure to make you have a great time the whole weekend long. Uh, go check it out. I think it's really freaking cool. Now speaking of cool conventions, yeah. <laughs> Cool conventions. Let's, yes, yeah. let's let's shift gears here and, and well, let's have a, a discussion. I think, I think we have a, a call in the box here. What? Yeah, somebody called. A, somebody called. Interrupt, interrupting our leaving uh, back to the cade behind. Right. Okay. Well, I I I know we we've had some interesting. Okay, let's just. All right, I'll look. Here we go. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. 
Thank you for calling 612-548-GAME. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. Hi there. This is Carol Jean. I'm the soda, and I'm hoping I'm reaching Arcade Radio. I really wanted to make a request for a song um, for your Back to the Juke section. So, anywho, there I am with Wanda, and we're at the meat raffle, and boy, (laughs) oh boy, did Sandra make the most delicious hot dish. It had those little french fried onions all crumbled up on top. Anywho, we're sitting there with our pop at the Legion, and we're talking about the grandkids, of course. Oh, Judy's got the cutest little granddaughter over here. What is happening? Anywho, who takes out of her bag but Wanda? She takes out a cassette tape of Cindy Lauper. Oh, boy, we just had a hoot laughing about the good old days back in high school, dancing on the roof of our house. Oof, it was great. Anyway, don't you know, none of us have cassette tape players anymore. What with all these CDs around now? So what we were really hoping we could do is request girls just want to have fun for your back to the Duke section. It would be such a hoot, holy buckets. It would just make our day, and I could let all the ladies at the sewing circle know what happened. So, please, from Carol Jean in New Orleans, here is Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Thanks, Arcade Radio. (laughs) Wow. We don't do this. We don't. We don't. We don't do requests. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't announce the name of the song before the people guess the song. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> oh, this is like the EP. Back when they had one remix. You know what's funny is we don't have any girls on this show for how long? Women. And some caller comes in and asks for a Cindy Lauper girls. Lopa. Cindy Lopa. Cindy Lopa. Which I think at this point Brian is reading. Don't you know? Don't you know? But right now, I think it's time for. Tonight, this is where we introduce the guest, uh, the aforementioned guy who runs the events and sponsorships at 2DCon, <laughs> the 2DCon guy from 2DCon that does stuff, Kevin Tiberius Spandy. Hey, hey. It's not your, that's not your middle name, but it is now, tonight. That sounds way better, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wow. so... Uh, Mark loves to ask this question. Uh, yes, I would like to tell, uh, if you could, tell us a little bit about yourself and your arcade. Um, yeah. Um, uh, what, what do you want to know? Like, just about who I am? 
Uh, you know, I guess. How about your origin story? What what made you the way the, the guy you are today? All right. Well, I I guess I should kind of explain how I got into two D con. It might be yes. a good a good way to get into it. Um, I was in grad school at St. Cloud State, and um, I really wanted to find a gaming community and try to meet a bunch of people because I just moved from Chicago. What year was um, this? This, uh, this got uh, 1963, 2011. Oh yeah, I think. So close. Um, so I ended up finding a League of Legends uh, club that was formed that year, um, and then eventually we decided to run a college tournament up there for League of Legends. We had 24 teams. We had like 120 different players show up at St. Cloud. So it was a pretty pretty big tournament that we uh, we ran. Um, that was a lot of fun. We did a, did one the next year too. So I uh, really got interested in running uh, events um, and organizing uh, gaming activities like that. So um, once I graduated and moved on to the cities, I looked for an organization that had a very similar mindset uh, that would bring together uh, the gaming community. And I ended up finding um, a lot of the people that you guys know, Joe and Shauna, uh, they started uh, a group called This Is Geek. Uh, they put on 2D Con eventually. That was their. They were, you know, big into the convention scenes, anime, you know, uh, gaming conventions as well. Um, I asked just to volunteer, and then, you know, a couple of years later, I find myself uh, on the board of directors of a of a nonprofit, and then also being one of the head leadership positions for 2D Con. So um, it escalated pretty quickly, but it's uh, it's been a great ride, and I've met a ton of cool people. Uh, I've been to so many conventions, you know, volunteered so many, staffed also, and um, you know, I had zero convention badges when I was like 31, and then as I hit 35 now, I'm I think I have like 25 badges. So Sweet. I've been <laughs> I've been a lot, uh, you know, I've gone a lot, I've gone a lot of conventions, and I, again, I've met so many cool people, and um, really just you know, uh, met a lot of people in the gaming community, and. Uh, try to do as much as uh, much good as I can uh, by running this convention here, and um, that's you know, great. Kind of, so, as oh. let me let, let me dovetail off Mark's uh, question. Uh, so, what circumstances, under which circumstances, did you first become hooked on video games? Oh man, uh, I blame uh, my mom for being hooked on video games. <laughs> Uh, it's always the parents' fault, right? Uh, <laughs> she she only allowed us to play video games when there was snow on the ground. So All right. So which really, which games were those? These this I we had um, a Nintendo and NES growing up, but specifically I really remember like a Sega Genesis. Okay. Um, uh, generation two, I think it was. Um, I could you know just look at it from my my you know looking at my mom's um stash of, of of sega we could just stare at it all summer in the spring and 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 fall waiting for the snow to fall <laughs> and then we could finally play vector man on sega or oh. play sonic and oh my god vector uh, man is such a good game i know i i never beat it but i uh, i really want to take it out and play what it again okay so. give me your uh dove in another tangent here Top five uh, Genesis games. Go. Oh man, I uh, 
Mortal Kombat 1 with the cheat code. Oh, yeah. B-A-B-B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I still remember that cheat code. That was awesome. Um, I don't know. Original Sonic was super good, too. Um, Sonic and Knuckles. Yeah, that was... Oh, I remember you could, like... Yeah, with the little... You put the the cartridge on top of the cartridge or whatever in play. What about, like, say, Booger Man? Very good, too. Booger Man. Uh, Street Fighter with the six-button controller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's the only way to play it. The Japanese controller, right? Yeah. Um, What else is out there? Oh, man, I haven't played that in a long time. There's so many awesome games. Like, the the arcade ports for that in particular. Like, uh, OutRun. This is fantastic on the Mega Drive. Uh-huh. Such a good game. All right, cool. All right, I don't want to quiz you on on Master System all night. So, because um, <laughs> or Ma- not Master, but Genesis, uh, and the Master System was an awesome game too. But uh, anyway, um, uh, did you have any favorite arcades back in the day? Oh man, I remember going to Aladdin's Castle growing up. Um, right on. I have an Aladdin's Castle group on Facebook, by the way. Nice. Join. I mean, yeah, we went to join uh, us. Man, the Burnsville Mall. That was insane. Uh, Are you kidding me? <coughs> the Burnsville Center? Yeah. Burnsville Center, yeah. That's where my Aladdin's Castle was. Yeah, that was mine, too. Awesome, so. dude. Oh, my God. You could have been in the ah. same room together. Holy we crap. But he would have been like eight, and I would have been like 18. <laughs> I mean, that's when I was there. When you wouldn't have talked. That's hilarious. Not. Oh, so good. Uh, any of like the new fighters they got was I was really I really wanted to play too. So that was like the the game that was out there in front of everyone. I think eventually DDR came out a little later, but it was always one of the fighters that I I wanted to play or wow. whatever I could win tickets at. So. That's cool. That's very cool. Well, Mark, you had a, you had another question in the pipe, didn't you? I was just uh, I, I think you did anyway. Yeah, so my question is, uh, did you ever stop playing any arcade games for any length of time? And uh, for what? Probably during college. There wasn't an arcade that I oh. sought out. Um, well, we had a we had an Adams Family pinball at the Normantale Community College, and I played incessantly. Right. You- yeah, I... I- Definitely regret one of the jobs I worked at. We had an Iron Man pinball machine, and I never played it. Um, this was only like three or four years ago, and I played a lot of ping pong. But um, I was I'm mad at myself now that I didn't play Iron Man all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm mad right now. Right? No. <laughs> Speaking of Iron Man, like I just got to the Jericho Wizard mode today for the first time ever. I was oh. pretty stoked. Yeah, tell us about your visit to Uptown a little bit. Uh, I was that was a highlight for sure. That was the first time getting to the wizard mode of Iron Man, and it lasted about ten seconds because oh. the ball's. <laughs> so <laughs> actually, I tilted. Never mind. I had two. Oh. Uh, I tilted, and th- uh, yeah. So I don't know. That's such a hard <laughs> game to play. So um, like, it's a really fast game. So um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite pin? Uh, my favorite pin right now, the one that I'm best at is Kiss. Oh, cool. Uh, my favorite pin is either like Whitewater or Iron Maiden or Medieval Madness is always a great one to play. Um, God, there's just so many good ones out there. That's great. So do you have a personal collection of arcades and pinballs at home? 
No, not at all. I live in an apartment, so I don't collect anything right now. Um, eventually, I, it's really tough to like. I think to own a pin because you would, I would play it so often that I just want to trade it out every six months or every year. You know, unless you have like a ton of pins. Well, so. you say that, but here's what happens: you buy one, and you're like, "I'm going to trade this out." I trade it out, got one in, and oh, by the way, I'm not getting rid of another one again. So I want to keep this one. I'm going to get this next one. Yeah. Okay, by the how end many, of the wait, year, how many pins do you have, Adam? I only have three, but I have oh. 23 games in my basement. Nice. So okay, I want to move on a little bit to 2D Con. I love that you're yes, sharing. Your uh, your background in gaming with mm-hmm. us, and it's freaking awesome. Uh, I love the. <laughs> I didn't know you went to Burnsville, Aladdin's Castle. That's totally I, awesome. Yeah, it was. Oh man, those yeah. days were. Ah, and that, you were you were probably at the tail end of it, but it, it was such a cool place. I'm glad you got to go. Uh, so I have some questions about 2D Con, um, and I'm just going to start out by asking. First of all, uh, what does your first of all tell us your <clears throat> title and what your job entails? Sure. Um, the title is Director of Sponsorship and uh, and Events. So basically during the um, off-peak times of 2DCon, I am going to be reaching out to all, all of the sponsors. Um, we've got a spreadsheet list of every software, hardware, arcade, just tons and tons of people, food vendors, just like everyone that we, you know, cold call or cold email and just try to get as much support as we can from them. Um, so that's what I'll be doing, you know, uh, during the, like I said, off-peak hours. Okay. Um, also so, doing a lot of <clears> – <throat> go ahead. I was just going to say, here's my opportunity to introduce you to Brian Armitage, who's our co-host <laughs> and happens to be here. And is also a sponsor of 2D Con. Yes. Kevin, you're very grateful for Paradise Arcade for yes. sponsoring our arcade this year. So we've never had uh, a sponsorship for an arcade, and Paradise came through with us this year. They're going to be bringing 50 cabinets and pinball machines, and it's just going to be a phenomenal experience for those attendees this year. And Brian, I know you mentioned earlier, but why don't you riff on that for us? Uh, well, so uh, I did mention a little earlier, but we, um, you know, it, one of the things that we talked about earlier this year with 2D Con, uh, uh, the 2D Con people was that we really wanted to offer some uh, fun opportunities for people. And I have a number of games that I thought would be fun to share. So I uh, just picked one up, actually, not even 10 minutes ago. We've got yes. a War of the World to the back that we will hopefully be bringing there, assuming it works because it is shrink wrapped. Uh, so we'll be frantically trying to fix that one uh, if it's not working. Um, but just uh, a number of fun games. So we, you know, one of the things that uh, we'd really like to do is make it a good experience. So offering people things that they can't normally, they don't get to normally play. So Discs of Tron will be there. Uh, we will likely, as long as the Kroll is still working, Kroll will be there. Uh, we'll have some vectors, Tempest, Lunar Lander, Asteroids. Um, we'll have some some really fun opportunities. Uh, you know, we'll have some of the the newer games. Um, we'll have we'll definitely have a Crazy Taxi will be there, and then a long list of fighting games and fighting game cabinets. Um, we're tied in pretty tight with the tight with the fighting game community. So uh, I know Super Turbo will be there. Uh, Marvel Two will be there. Um, uh, Street Fighter Three Third Strike uh, will be there, and probably a Street Fighter Three uh, Alpha. So we really we're trying to bring something for everyone and a few games that 
people probably haven't seen or haven't had the opportunity to see uh, to give people an experience and an opportunity to play some stuff that they wouldn't otherwise be able to play. So it should be, a, hopefully, will be a lot of fun. And we're hoping that we can get a lot more of the collectors and the collecting community out this year. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been it's, a mix with the arcade community, and the Minnesota arcade community is so strong that we want to see them come out to the event and not just play, but help support it this year and in the future years. Yeah, and I think we're going to see that this year. Uh, talked to Shauna last year. We uh, we had a couple of meetings before uh, uh, they started the launch for the drive for the arcade this year. I think that we're going to see a lot of more classic games from people volunteering to bring mm-hmm. both pinball and arcade. I, I myself am bringing a millipede machine that I'm working on. I mentioned that earlier in the show. But uh, uh, um, there's a whole new policy that was written this year to, to benefit people that bring games. In fact, if you want to check it out, go to the 2D Con website. If you're gonna if you're gonna be at the show this year, there's some excellent benefits if you go ahead and volunteer your arcade or pinball. Uh, Kevin, Kevin, if you want you uh, tell us a little bit more about because uh, it's not just Paradise Arcade Shop. There are other yeah. people. There's a, there's a there's a plethora of the community bringing games. Plus, you have a couple other vendors. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, we we definitely are reaching out to the community this year more than we have ever in the past to bring your own arcade. We're definitely offering people to opportunity to to sell whatever collector and collections they have, um, or even if you just want to bring a, a pinball machine or an arcade machine. Um, and then also in exchange, we were given away VIP passes, which was which was pretty cool. Um, and there's various perks like a free T-shirt, you know, or the VIPs and get a free couple admission. hours free admission. Free admission, exactly. Uh, VIP time just for the VIPers to, to play the arcades. So it's a pretty awesome perk just to bring um, an arcade. Yeah, and there's also we, uh, special perks for pinball players. They get to have a special tournament for themselves. They get a little extra vendo cash at the show. Yep. And yep. Uh, early access to the vendor room, which is kind of cool. You get to go and see what's there before everybody else and maybe get dibs on stuff before anyone. Definitely, and this sounds very much what uh, Midwest Gaming Classic has done for their convention, and we're uh, we definitely stole that uh, uh, that th- those perks from them because it seems I think to be you doing stole so some of them. But that the the, uh, the early access to the vendor room is new to them next year as well. So nice. in that respect, I think you guys were ahead of the game. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we we saw how awesome the Midwest Gaming Classic is and how the community from all over the Midwest and the coasts brought together or bring the, bring their machines together and we would love to have it in our backyard now here in Minneapolis and that's kind of the goal for this um, we may not hit it this year or next year you know maybe three to five years from now we'll We'll sure. have a much bigger community-driven arcade, which would be awesome. But well, uh, like you said earlier, this is a great community with, so the, with the arcade. In addition to the classic games and the pinball games that we're talking about right now, we're trying to really amp that up this year. But yep. uh, there's a, a lot of really cool other games. Like there's DDRs. There's all these interactive games that are modern and stuff that are that were there last year. And those are fun, too. Um, how many games total do you think you have this year? I think we're going to be pushing 100 this year. So Snow Phoenix is a company based out of Ohio, I believe. They're going to bring a lot of rhythm gaming, a lot of rare Japanese sure. uh, arcades that you won't find anywhere here. Uh, the closest you'll find is like a, probably in Ohio. Or so how many? How many are they bringing? 
I think they're bringing 25 or 30, sure, something sure. like that. A big, big truck full um, of arcades. And so. then we're counting on 25 to 50 donations from people. Something around, around there, the yeah. Um, we'll see how, how it all pans out. Um, there's two weeks left. I think a lot of people are going to push um, at the end here. Uh, we are going to still going to give away free free. Uh, free badges and admittance to to those who can bring yeah, no, yeah, no more so. VIPs unfortunately because we did need to cut it off to to print off the shirts uh, but yeah. still free badges up to four for those people who want to bring some pins or an arcade yeah you do so if, bring your so stuff people, people want to do that how can tell us so I know like people have been asking me um, pinging me and asking me online on the phone. So how would they do that? Like, do they just contact you, go through the website? I mean, what do they need to do to, yep. like, make your pitch? Yeah, they need to go to tutacon.net, and then you'll see on the front page right in the middle, there is a, a button you click on that says bring an arcade or pinball machine. And that's and the number two, the letter D, yep. con.net. C-O-N, yep. Yep. All right. exactly. Gotcha. It's, uh, it's super easy to fill out. Um, and it's just a great opportunity to, one, just to get into the convention for free, and then, two, to showcase whatever collector or arcade you may have. So you guys are hoping to make this the biggest arcade uh, that you've had, right? Oh, it it will definitely be the biggest arcade that we've ever had. Are you um, worried we about make- – we have a question in the audience. They say, <laughs> are you worried about the power? There's always a concern when you're bringing a lot of, uh, a lot of arcades like this and – um, we've spoken with the hotel, we've drawn up some power plans and, um, we have a ton of drops. We don't need to really worry about power Sweet. right now. Um, every there's, yeah, there's a ton of power that we're going to be utilizing. So, um, we've had issues in the past, but this year is totally different. It's a new venue. We're at the Hyatt Regency this year in Minneapolis, downtown Minneapolis. They've got a ton oh, of power wow. for us and they're, uh, and by the way, that room hall. block is completely sold out. It is. Yeah, we had to open one a new room block across the street at the uh, Millennia Hotel. Yeah, that's where I'm at. But that's okay because I don't want to be near everybody else anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sold out, and oh man, it was really quick. So. Uh, yeah, how many people are at the convention uh, typically? Uh, last year we had about uh, eighteen hundred. Um, this year we've uh, out overshot our projections, so we've we've been growing by like twenty percent uh, if we look back at this time last year. So uh, we're definitely on pace to probably have over twenty two hundred attendees. This that's year. pretty good for, and you've been in business for about four years. This is going to be our fourth year, yeah. yeah. So that's awesome. All right, that's super cool. All right, so give us a broad spectrum. Of the events and things you can do at the con. Oh, there is so many things you can do. Uh, we're going to have live music from Do a Barrel Roll. They have been in a convention for numerous Wait, times. Wait, is there karaoke? Because I like to do karaoke. Oh, Friday night, there's going to be a YouTube karaoke that draws a lot of a lot of fans, and it's super fun to, to go to. <laughs> um, people are going to be dressing up as cosplayers. Some of our guests are going to be, um, you know, some some awesome cosplayers that are going to be showcasing a lot of their costumes um speed running the midwest speed um midwest speed running organization are going to be there running 24 7 for the weekend they're just going to be speed running a ton of games um you can sign up for tournaments from 
PC LAN tournaments like CSGO or League of Legends to your fighting games like Street Fighter, Tekken, um, Mortal Kombat, stuff like that. So there's going to be a, a ton of tournaments going on throughout uh, throughout the weekend. There's just so many to, to list, and you can find all this uh, at the 2dcon.net website. Um, there's okay. going to be one thing that I really enjoy are the independent developers that are going to be showcasing a lot of their games that they've been developing throughout the years. I love that uh, section. I love it's that. It's so section. cool. It's so cool yeah. to like play a lot of the games that are in development, and you know they want to kickstart these games. They want to get them out there, um, and they're super fun too. A lot of them are side scrollers or up and you know up down ones that uh, I love the side scrollers. Um, so those are so much fun to play. Um, yeah, and there's retro gaming. We're going to have a ton of consoles uh, sponsored by World 9. Uh, they're going to give us um, a ton of retro gaming consoles up into the new PlayStation and Xbox and Switches. So we're going to just have a ton of those gaming consoles available, free to play. Uh, they're also going to be providing a open PC LAN area with, I think, 30 or so computers that people can just hop on and play. Will you be having a call of a call of duty tournament? Ooh. Ooh. And will you be That's having true. a Smash Brothers Melee GameCube tournament? Uh, Smash Brothers for sure. Call of Duty, I don't believe we're going to be doing a Call of Duty right. one. Well, no, Aiden will have to stay home. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> there's so many other things to do though not just call of duty but yeah no, it's uh we, there's so many there's so many games we could turn into a, a tournament that um it's tough to pick and choose and we have to gauge interest interest from the community um so it, it's very difficult on our end to decide which ones we can allow and which ones we we have to um forfeit unfortunately but That's we right. only have so much time in the day and so much space to to host all these tournaments so all right, so let me ask you a, a question about what it's like to work uh, for 2D Con. Uh, just in your own words, how how fulfilling has this been? Um, yeah, these past four years working with 2D Con has been, you know, a highlight of of what I what I've been doing, and it's just the formation of friendships that I've that I've. Uh, cultivated throughout these last four years it's um, meeting people um, for example last last week at my pinball league I ran into people who they were like oh you're gonna go to 2dcon and, and hang out I'm like well I run 2dcon <laughs> that's pretty you know I <clears throat> can't believe you guys have heard of it and like I'm glad the word of mouth is reaching so many people um, and it's not you know it's, it's not just the friendships and meeting people it's also that we're donating to <clears throat> To a charity um, as well, so we also like to donate to a charity each year. This year, it's going to be Able Gamers Charity. We're hoping to raise ten thousand dollars throughout the weekend. Um, yeah, yeah and, I mean, and donate it, towards them. So it's a that's the one thing about this con too. It's got a, a really cool uh, charitable drive. So every year, you know that your money's going somewhere good. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, I have one question. I have a couple questions left. Uh, uh, first one is: Do you have any arcade heroes, pinball or arcade or otherwise? And and who are they? Hmm. Um, I would have. Okay, 
Um, I don't know if this is necessarily arcade, but I think Luigi would be one of my heroes. Just always, you know, under the shadow of Mario, and <laughs> he's he's always my pick on Smash or any like Mario Party game. It's always Luigi. Um, I don't know, maybe I was, you know, this goes back to my childhood. My my older brother was always better than me at sports or, you know, stuff like that. So I kind of feel the, the pain of Luigi uh, when Mario gets the spotlight. So That's interesting because I never clarified that question. Uh, but you had a different answer than every single person that's ever answered. So I love that answer. <laughs> so that's really cool. Uh, uh, Mark, what would be your question for Kevin, your roundup question? for this evening okay and this is this is very generic my question is do you have any stories about the one that got away and it may not be arcade related but it's that like oh i almost did whatever this is i got missed a cartridge or i missed a you know whatever yeah um (laughs) man the first thing that came to mind was today oh playing that iron maiden wizard mode like I tilted right away, like three seconds, in, <laughs> three seconds into the wizard mode. It was the first time I've ever gotten into the into the Jericho, oh, man, and I tilted, and I was so upset. I, I love uh, that answer because it's not about a tangible like thing you could take home. This was like yeah. your, a goal in a game, and it got away. Yeah, I play a lot of pinball, and sometimes I'm not really looking to score points. Sometimes I just want to progress through the machine. And today was one of those days. I was like, I really want to hit the one of the wizard modes, and <clears throat> I got there. That you know, that's great, but it was so right short lived. <laughs> right on. So, uh, Brian, uh, Brian, so, Brian Armitage is I'll, on the road. I'll put myself out there on this one. So, if you could have uh, one arcade that showed up at 2DCon. What arcade would you want to be there? Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> God, there's so many good ones out there. Um, <laughs> just think of it. Think of a classic. Think of something really good. We just want anything. you to bring home the game that you want to bring home. You know, anything that can bring in the multiplayer aspect, a community-driven game. So like I'm talking Gauntlet? like... like Simpsons or Turtles oh. in Time or you know one of those big multiplayer games where you don't have to play alone. You can people can just step up and play. One of my favorite ones was Sunset Riders, um, and I beat that over a detour. Um, so that was a lot of fun playing Sunset Riders. Brian, Brian, I know where, might, you, can, I know where you can get might it. Might have to game. crack out the uh, six-player X-Men. That oh would be, my. We had that, yeah, we've had it every year, but that thing is just a beast to move, so. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Holy I've moly. Got, I've got many war runes from, from moving that cabinet. All right, so if you had anything, okay, so I think uh, this, this is going to wrap it up for tonight, but I want to I just ask you, if you had one thing to say to people, to bring them in to 2D Con, what would it be? If you love the gaming community, if you are a fan of anything gaming um, and you just want to spread positive vibes and raise money for a good cause, uh, 2D Con is the convention for you. Awesome. All right. So, you guys, you know what that means. We have to be on the right tab together. And, Brian, you're not going to be able to read these. I, I, no. I took Brian off. It's okay. Okay. It's just me and you. <laughs> I've been eliminated. It's okay. I, you get, just keep driving. Drive, drive. It's a, it literally says on the tab, no Brian on these so he can drive. Yes. 
<laughs> I love it. Thanks for again for listening in on the double R's. That's the Arcade Radio. Like us on Facebook.com slash Arcade Radio or check out our semi-regularly updated blog that's now super awesome thanks to Adam at ArcadeRadio.com. That is R-C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O.com. All right, follow us on Twitter. Oh, no, that's Thanks you. Thanks for that's having you. me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Are you hanging there, buddy? We're going to talk to you after. Yeah, we're so going to do that thing. Yeah, we got this whole okay. thing. You got to hang out. So, like, we have these, these little bits that people like to listen to after the show. Like, Adam wants to put his hand in your pocket after the show, so <laughs> bring it on. So call and leave comments on the questions and game line. That number is 612-548-GAME. That's 4263. As he was saying, follow us on the Twitter for updates on our latest shenanigans. Well, we have lots of shenanigans, but you can subscribe yes. to us on YouTube. You can subscribe to us all over the place. Uh, yes. And click on the notification bell so you'll know when we're actually streaming live, right? That's correct. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, which again, Adam has just now updated with new episodes that we've had in the past. Google Play Music. Yep. Anchor FM. Dudes, Anchor FM. check it out. It's freaking awesome. So that's going to be it for the show. From Arcade Radio, we hope you had a great time. I will see you on the next episode. Yeah! And this is Dan. That sounded like something fell. Did you hear that? It did sound like something just fell right off the shelf. Yeah. That, you know what? It's funny. I have I have other outro music. What? I do. No. I totally cool oh, wow I, I think this version is 12 minutes long is it yeah keep it going it's a very techno thing right what's what's going on here see uh, <laughs> <laughs> on the next episode of risky business <laughs> Enough is enough! I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane! Everybody strap in! I'm about to open some freaking windows. <laughs> Hello? 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 I, I think, uh...